I thought last week's podcast recording was absolutely blinding. Yeah, without Shailen, you mean. (laughs) (laughs) Shailen, my friend, is, uh, is it delightful to have you back? wasn't the same last week without you despite all the things i said just to get you know a cheap laugh from tom yeah we missed it i missed it yeah right we're on holiday for a longer weekend it's brilliant yeah. it's nice it's good we had good weather lovely weather for a couple good. of days yeah i say i say holiday it was nice it was just a, a uk city break we just nice. traveled there liverpool Which uk city did you go to wow liverpool okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, it's a bit a, of a trip. I've not been there for a long, long time. Really nice, actually. So all of our, yeah. our you know, listeners out there, very nice. If you haven't been, um, or if you haven't been in a while, lovely place. You know, lots of um, everything's kind of in, in, you know, in walking distance, really. So you've got the docks there. Yeah. You've got Liverpool one area. Um, loads of shops, loads of restaurants. Yes, loads of bars as well. Um, but you can walk around. There's a, you know, obviously the, the Beatles stuff, um, and um, but just nice to walk around. A nice, very nice city break. Sounds good. God, when, whenever I finally get back, I'll maybe go and do that. As I'm two years outside the UK now. Is this where we say this podcast was brought to you by Liverpool City Council and the Tourist Board? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, give us money. Yeah, I yeah, don't yeah, mind. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously that you know, twelve quid a month this costs us. Mm. I'm sure they can afford that. We've got to, yeah. yeah, exactly. We're going to go and we're going to claw that back somehow. <laughs> All right, let's go on with the podcast today. We are going to talk about data flows within Power BI, what they are, how you use them, how you differentiate it from all the stuff you might be doing right now. Within, um, so I'm going to hand over platform. to. And and you know, good point. I extend it out to within the Power Platform. Yeah, because you said Excellent point. Power BI, yes, within the Power yeah, Platform. Yeah, no, excellent point. Okay, cool. All right, so who wants to kick off with with explaining to our listener what they are? You, uh, you're doing thumbs up, Shailen. Does that mean you, or you kind of want Tom to do it? I can kick off, yeah, I can kick off with... Uh, Go for it. Bit of data flows. Data flows are query. So within Power BI, you have a query to get data. Yeah. And, um, you know, so a lot of people are aware of, you know, you get data, use, uh, let, let's, let's just talk about the Power BI piece first. So informa- getting information within Power BI, you can use query, you can do a lot with query as well. Now, when you say query, you mean Power Query? Power Query, yes. Yep. Yeah. Actually, we can go back as well if we wanted to. Power Query within Excel. Gosh, okay. kind of we haven't said Excel yet, so obviously we oh, want to make sure that when <laughs> when voice transcripts of all these podcasts and everything is indexed with regards to voice, that we've got the word Excel in there a lot, so it makes everything we're doing more clicky-baity. Yes, good point. So, so Excel, work. Power Query, Power BI, Power Query, um, yes, within... Hashtag. Yeah, yeah, within within Power BI and Power Query, correct, Andy. So, but within the query, you know, you can do transformations and um, you can bring data sets in or, or data connect to data sources. You can do things with, you know, transforming that data. Um, 
and then you have your query and then it's loaded into our you know the power bi model and you can create visualizations etc etc the um now a lot of uh, we we had a lot of questions as well so can we use or can they use once they've actually brought some data in and uh, um, through Power Query, once they've transformed it, can they use it for something else? Well, you can, you with that data set. But then within the Power Platform, using data flows or flows, um, that's effectively what it's doing. You can create a flow to bring data in, different data sets, um, transform it, and then the data within there is now available and it's running at that power platform um, level um, and it's running at a at a service layer as well so we're just making it lot, a lot more accessible so it's um we can touch upon etl tom you, you probably mentioned etl as well <laughs> but it's a little bit of etl but it's just an easier way to bring in um or any any kind of data really um, and then query that data and use it as a data set, as a source of data. So so reusability and the ability to share being key to this. Correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I, I would say, yeah, really the, the, the biggest thing in this, I think, is its reusability because it means that rather than having a, a just a Power BI data set or a Power BI file with the Power Query stuff encapsulated in it, you can build most of the functionality of Power Query, can be built in a Power BI data flow, and then consumed in Power BI reports. Now, the one thing it doesn't give you, unfortunately, is any data modeling capability. So it will only pretty much bring you in a, a table. So if you want to actually model your data, link it to other tables, other sources, you're still going to be using Power BI Desktop to do that modeling. But data flows do give you a browser-based online-first experience for doing that ETL piece, even if you then have to model it in Desktop and publish your report in the, the normal way. But also what it does is once you've built those data sets and done all that transformation work, it means you can reuse that same code very easily across multiple Power BI files. So you're no longer tied to having to build an ETL process in each, <clears throat> excuse me. You're not then tied to having to build an ETL process for Sue, each Sue, go report. and give him a good pe quick pat on the back. Make sure he's all right, make sure he survives. <laughs> Um, so once you, you start to build all of that up into, uh, into reusable components, it makes your life a, a lot yeah. easier and you're not having to sort of copy and paste between uh, reports with the, uh, the queries that you've built up in different reports. Yeah, because I know, look, I mean, you know, quite often if I'm building a new model for something, then it's almost a case of you roll your eyes because you know you're going to get the table in, you know you need to go and hide a whole load of you know the columns because you don't really want to go and see them you need to go and reformat this you want the dates just to be a date and you don't need date and time so you go and do that and you just go through these same steps over and over and over again with you know the same table an account table a contact table a case table opportunity you know, whatever it might be in whatever system so it just means you can apply that and you can reuse it easily which of course you can't do um that easily with with Power Query, unless you save a whole load of PBIXs at various stages, 
um, formation. So, so it, it kind of almost gives a building block approach to those queries that you've gone and sorted the data, you've cleaned it all up, you've maybe discarded stuff that you don't need. Um, so rename columns and done all those things. So it's all ready and easy for use. So um, in terms of benefits customers are getting um, from it, what, what, what are you seeing in, in terms of customer benefits, how quickly they're adopting this? Um, you know, they're the building models far quicker because of reusability. Yeah, I mean, I think in terms of uh, current adoption, I would say it's it's fairly patchy around uh, adoption of Power BI at the moment. Yeah. Um, a lot of that is, I think, is partly down to awareness. I think part of it has been because in in the early days, it required a premium capacity to use data flows. Uh, that has changed, but I'm, I can't remember exactly how long ago that was, but it is now available in Pro. However, the features can be a little bit limited in uh, Pro, so it's still, it, it's something that you will see a lot more consistently adopted across uh, customers with a premium capacity or now potentially buying premium per user. Yep. Yeah, but and of course, one of the big advantages, therefore, is how this can get used around the rest of the Power Platform. Sherlin, I mean, you mentioned that as being a big feature. To talk, talk through the benefits customers get, where, for example, they could be working on something within Power Apps, and then all of a sudden, you know, that data flow is available to Power BI. Yeah, yeah. So, or, or available. Um with with others as well because once it's built it's within the power platform um and bringing that let's say data set in um within the power platform you can use it with power apps you can use it you know with with with, with other things as well so if you want to use it as um power apps canvas for example or um within i, I was going to say within dataverse you you may you know if you wanted to update it but the, the other thing as well is we have seen um, adoption within um, the, the user base and the customer base using um, uh, flows. Now, this is where, and using, you know, using data flows, but there's also been this element of, well, they've, they're using data flows as opposed to just Power Query, you know, <laughs> within Power BI or vice versa, but there hasn't been this level of, let's say, why? Yeah, because and so reuse is was a, is a very good example of, of why, but there hasn't been that. There's just been no, no, because it becomes a, a thing and they start using it and they get used to it and they just continue to use it. Yeah. Yeah. And we have seen an element of that as well. Um, We're all creatures of habit, aren't we? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, the other thing we've seen is that we're different areas and, um, have created flows and they will create similar flows yeah, and just, just carry on creating them. Yeah. Yeah. So you've seen replication of those flows that there's a whole load of flows, which are marginally different from each other. But if, you know, there'd be more collaboration within the organization, then it could have been one flow quite easily. Oh yeah. Easily. Yeah. And then calling, calling those as well. But then it, it goes back to other things that we have spoken about on our podcast around governance 
you know, and especially around power platform and governance and how to do that and, and taking out more, let's say, the strategic approach, who governs it, how, you know, when should you use it, looking at things like, um, but you can assign things like um, policies uh, to those as well, which you can't yeah. do within, you know, power, you know, power BI. Um, so if you had something, then you know, assigning who can access it, when, um, who has accessed it, etc. Yeah. Are, are we, dare I say, seeing some steps towards Power BI being a tool that we can use completely in the cloud? Yeah, I, and I think uh, the, flow, the data flows has been a big step forwards towards that realistically the one piece that is not available in the cloud and would need to be to make it a complete cloud-based tool is data modeling so yeah. actually creating those joins between your tables doing your measure calculation your column calculation all of that is not yet there in the cloud so that's really the, the main area where you still really have to use desktop. There are probably some edge cases where you're doing word transformations that you might need to look at using Power Query in the desktop app in order to get everything out of it that you would want. Because I think there are some transformations you can do in Power Query that you can't do in a data flow. Yeah. Um, that said, there are things that the data flows make easier that Power Query doesn't. And I'm particularly thinking about the use of AI components in there. I think most of the AI components do require some form of premium licensing. Uh, I'm sure Shailen can probably confirm he's nodding. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to take that as yes. Um, yeah. Now, there are AI components that you can use and, and you can hook Power Query into AI components and create custom functions that call an endpoint that provides an AI service. And I've done demos on doing stuff like that. But it's a lot harder to do because you've got to write a load more code. It's not just a case of drag and drop this component in and there you go. Here's some AI done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Sorry, Andy. I was going to say I think it's a really good question. By the way, on the um, are, are Microsoft moving more towards let's say cloud for everything? Um, because if you think about it, Power BI Desktop, is still a desktop application. Yeah, yeah. it's still an installer, and you install it on a as an application. Um, and the first sign, I think, was when with with the whole Power Platform is where you have your your core components of Power Platform and Power BI is one of those components. Mm. Yeah, um, and then, you know, you've got flows, et cetera, but you've got Power BI and then Automate, um, PVA, et cetera. Now, and, and Tom's right, a lot of, the, you know, the modeling capability and other things that you can do with Power Query, you still need desktop, right, especially to create you know, to do that and then create those, that, that let's say, the rich sets in terms of those highly interactive and rich set of reports. The reporting part, you can do, you know, within within the cloud um, tools. Mm. It? Um, and I think they will go there. I, I don't, I you know, um, but it's, it's almost like a let, let's see, 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's <laughs> difficult. It's it's difficult to imagine Power BI desktop being the long term strategy, isn't it? But we also have. I've had no indication. I've heard nothing to suggest that the desktop is going away anytime soon. I think I think desktop will remain part of that long term strategy because it. I think it still does have a place for certain use cases and particularly use cases where the cloud is not an option um so if you're you're dealing in more secure spaces where yeah you can't for whatever reason export to the cloud um you you're going to still need desktop in there so i think desktop and the the on-prem piece will remain in the mix I think part of that is because certain elements of it are easier to do and easier to code in desktop, which is why we see the there are different features being released in desktop and the cloud at different rates that you, you see as, uh, will come through over time. Um, so that there isn't complete feature parity between Power BI desktop and Power BI in the cloud. And again, that that's... I think part of Microsoft's strategy is rather than rather than holding up a feature in either platform, it's a case of release the feature when it's ready in the platform it's ready in, and then yeah. subsequently things will get caught up a bit more. Yeah. Okay. No, interesting points. All right. Um, somebody's embarking on a project, um, and do we advise them to start doing their transformations within data flows? Um, is it the way forward to the organizations really start thinking that actually, look, we need to start using data flows now because that's the way forward and, or, or is it really just up to the users, the particular circumstances of the project, where the data is, blah, 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 blah. What's, what's, what's your advice to somebody about whether they should start looking at data flows now? I think there's a whole load of, load of requirements questions as well <laughs> so <laughs> you know uh, are, are they going to be used elsewhere and there's a whole load of questions there but you know are they going to be used elsewhere um, are they just trying to create let's say quick power bi reports and you can just use power query to get the data in yeah. um, 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 do they want to we, we talked about it earlier that reusability yeah and the, the, the reuse of those objects um, are they going to share the reports? Is it, you know, in, in when I say share, we need to talk about self-service. You know, if, uh, you know, a lot of people talk about self-service and they say, yeah, we want to create something and, and have data sets or data available. And they say, and they'd they use terms like assured data or data that has been verified. It's come through the data services. Mm. Uh, so flows can be used for that, you know, mm. um, or a data set could be used for that or other. ETL mm. approaches could be used for that. Um, but when when you start talking about that, that's when you consider different things, you know. Um, but, but flows is definitely a part of it. I think um, it'd be, I think consideration, yes, it should, it should definitely be considered, you know, as part of yeah. the solution offering rather than, I just want Power BI reports and here we go, I'm just going to do everything in Power BI. You should, it should be considered. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, and think about the merits, and 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 it's it's complicated. Yeah, I, I'd say it's, it's something that is probably some distance away from being the default option, mm. um, and I think that is 
that is caused by a lot of different factors in this and it will be things like whether or not data is on premise as well um whether or not the stuff you want to do with the data is feasible to do without buying premium licensing for it now whether that is premium per user or premium per capacity you're still looking at potentially a significant hike in the uh, the pricing of it to get there so there's a, a lot of different elements you've you've got to consider through that and but yeah it, it's something that you should consider and if at all possible consider it early in the project because it's easier to do deal with that early rather than uh, rather than later in the project and try, and try to convert from the one to the other if you've thought about what elements need to be treated as centralized uh, then you, you start to move in, in the right direction with that. And bear it in mind as well that it does have pretty tight integration with Dataverse, that you can use it to land data into your Dataverse, I believe. Um, so, yeah, if you're building reporting that way, it's another tool in your uh, to, to use to get data across there. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Well, look, I think we've covered everything we set out to go and do. Um, we usually kind of like end with a top tips or something like that. But I'm struggling for that on this particular subject because I think we've covered everything, haven't we? Um, are there any particular top tips you would recommend when using data flows? I mean, for me, just very quickly, so I get mine in before you take it from me. <laughs> um, I think, um, you know, just, just really think through what you're trying to achieve and be deliberate with the use and don't just maybe go and pluck it from the proverbial shelf just because it's there. Yeah, I think I, I would say think about reusability with uh, data flows um, because the, the real the real point where they become most useful is if you need to create one data set that needs a lot of transformation and is then going to be used by maybe 20 different reporting models, then getting that work into your data flow is a really sensible place to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Shailen? Uh, and I, I would say don't just default to one or the other, you know, um, and it's about those use cases, maybe those user stories, um, but think about yeah, each one. If it is just a static one-off report, maybe yes, Power Query will do it. If it is, as, as Tom mentions, that reusability, then uh, uh, you know uh, data flow. Um, but yeah, so don't just default to one, you know, or the other. All right, cool. All right, guys, all right, thank you so much for that. That was all really good, useful stuff on data flows. Hope everybody listens to this. Um, if you want more information clearlycloudy.co.uk, UK and Europe, clearlysolutions.net for the USA. Um, we'd be very happy to advise. Um, but until next week, um, I'm going to sign off and say thank you and goodbye and hand over to you to find gentlemen to do the same. Cheers, Andy. Pleasure to speak as always. Thanks, Andy. Thanks all. Bye.